What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? I just want to apologize real quick for the delay on content. I've been hearing a lot of requests on when's the next episode, and I want to come through for you guys regularly, but unfortunately, the reality is I'm a busy fucking man right now, and when I made this podcast, I was in full quarantine mode, thanks to coronavirus. Isn't it miraculous the things you can do when you have a bunch of free time? Holy shit. And to be real, that's a dream, baby. Having a bunch of free time without needing to go to work so I could podcast whenever and produce content for you guys. It's not just about getting rich. It's about freedom, baby. Fuck the rat race. But you gotta do it smart and exit responsibly. Generate enough passive income first to cover your lifestyle expenses, and then you don't have to trade your time for money. Don't just be a bum and expect a handout either. Success requires a lot of upfront effort. Buy some real estate. Start a business. Invest in equities. Honestly, I don't know, motherfucker. I'm trying to figure that shit out myself. Also, want to give a quick shout out to the Anchor app, the number one podcasting app. Help me put this thing together. If you want to start a podcast, try the app. It's free and user-friendly for technically challenged people like yours truly over here. Okay, without further ado, let's move on to the main subject. How to structure a workout. Somebody asked me, what do I do when I go to the gym? How do I make the best use of my time and not get hurt? I just feel lost when I go there. Listen, if you're walking in the gym without a plan or an idea of what you're gonna do already, you're wasting your time. Unless you have a coach and they're gonna do the thinking for you. When I go to the gym, I already have my workouts programmed six to eight weeks in advance, and I'm tracking my progress that whole time. You gotta take this shit seriously because exercise is a science, and it requires experience and knowledge to do it correctly in order to get any real results. It's not enough just to show up and get a sweat. If that was the case, then everybody would be in shape. You gotta have a plan and then stick to it consistently, making adjustments as you go along the way. Remember, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. So the first thing you gotta do before you walk in the gym is decide what the focus is. Are you working upper body or lower body? Maybe you don't have that much time this week to split up your muscle groups so you do a total body workout instead. Are you going for strength, muscle mass, or athleticism? Are you training specifically for an event, like a sports competition, or a bodybuilding show? Do you need to cut to a certain weight by a specific time, like a wedding or a fight? Are you dealing with any health conditions or injuries that need specific rehab and attention? All of these questions will factor in when deciding how to structure your workout. Okay, so after you decided what the focus for your program is, and you showed up to the gym, it's time to do your warm-up. Now, this is a very important part of the process because it preps your body for physical activity by loosening up your muscles and increasing the blood circulation. Please don't skip this part and start your workout cold just because you're super amped up or you crunch for time because even if your mind is ready, sometimes your body isn't. And I'm talking from personal experience here. Don't be that guy pulling a muscle mid-set 
just because he didn't warm up correctly. It could ruin your whole workout. I like to start my warm-ups with like 5 to 10 minutes on a cardio machine. Something like the rower or the air bike, depending if I'm doing upper or lower body that day. And then if I'm cutting weight or I'm trying to build my endurance, I also add more to the cardio portion of the warm-up. So instead of 5 to 10 minutes, I'll increase it to like 20 to 30. All right. Now, once the blood's pumping, then you got to loosen up. And the best way to do this is with what's called dynamic flexibility. Now, dynamic stretching is a little bit different than regular passive stretching. The difference is that dynamic stretching is more movement-based. So think calisthenic exercise like bodyweight squats, push-ups, jumping jacks, etc. Same thing with yoga, like different vinyasa flows is a perfect example of dynamic flexibility. And then also like athletic agility drills on the ladder, high knees, butt kicks, etc. Now, the opposite end, the passive stretching, just like the name describes it, it's like holding a stretch for a specific period of time. This type of stretching is not really recommended at the beginning of your workout because it relaxes your muscles too much and you don't want to put your joints at risk having your muscles too loose, especially if you're doing heavy lifting or any explosive exercises. Remember, a little bit of tension isn't always a bad thing. Now, the dynamic part of the warm-up shouldn't take more than 5 to 10 minutes and can be done doing like a full body flow with an emphasis on whichever muscle group you're going to work that day. This is also a really good time to take a mental inventory and see how your body feels. Am I excessively stiff or sore in any areas? Do I need to spend some time stretching these out? Also, if you have any injuries, this is an excellent opportunity to do your rehab-specific exercises by incorporating it right into the warm-up. Okay, so now we've finished our warm-up, and we got to the meat and potatoes of the workout, which is really what you came here for. Now, the first exercise I always start with is the heaviest one I'm going to be performing that day because it's going to require the most physical and mental effort. So think squats, deadlifts, bench press, pull-ups, or overhead press. All of these compound movements require multiple muscle groups to work together to move the weight. Now, this doesn't mean that I just throw some heavy weight on the bar and start repping it out my first set. First, I do what's called progressive overload. So my first set is always with the bar, and then I gradually add on weight with each consecutive set until I get to my working weight. If you go heavy right on your first set, you're greatly increasing the risk of injury. It's important to prime your muscles and joints before lifting heavy. Now, after you finish your heavy work, then you can move on to your complementary exercises, which complement whichever muscle group you used for your heavy set. So using the squat example, which is a very quad dominant exercise, if I do squats for my heavy work, I like to follow those up with Romanian deadlifts to hit the hamstrings. Now, the reason I like to do a push-pull routine on the same day is because our muscles work in conjunction with each other as agonist and antagonist. To give you an example of this, your bicep, which flexes the arm, 
is an antagonist to your triceps, which extends the arm. Both muscles work together throughout your normal day naturally. And that's why I like to train them both equally in the gym on the same day. It gives you a better, more well-rounded muscle pump and increases your athletic performance. So on arm day, I'm doing bicep curls. Then right after, I'm doing my tricep extensions. Just like on leg day, I'm doing my squats, followed by my Romanian deadlifts. From pushing to pulling, or vice versa. Some days I'll start with a pull and then go to a push. Now, instead of the usual split, which other people do, which is either back and buys or chest and tries, if you think about it, a workout like that is all push dominant or pull dominant on one day. And I don't really think there's a good balance to that. If you look at most professional athletic training programs, they're usually push-pull routines. Now, after all your heavy work's over, the following exercises, the complementary ones, are usually lighter in weight and higher in volume, which means more sets and more reps. The key with the lighter volume work is to get the pump going. Now, if you don't know what the pump is, it's literally like an erection for your muscle. It gets filled up with blood, gets way bigger in size, and then the skin around it is nice and tight. You also get a huge hormone and endorphin release at the same time, which is truly an amazing feeling. Every time I lift weights, my goal is to achieve this feeling. If you get a muscle pump during your workout, you know you're doing something right. Now, this is also a good time in the workout to mix in some athletic work as well, like explosive exercises, such as box jumps, kettlebell swings, if one of your goals specifically is to increase your athleticism. Also, it's good to work in unilateral exercises. Unilateral means one-sided. So an example of this would be your single leg squats or your single arm press. Doing these one-sided exercises are really good because they fix muscle imbalances, which a lot of us tend to have. Now, the key during this part of the workout is to find your weaknesses and then relentlessly attack them. So if you got little legs or you got scrawny arms, you got to hit it from all angles and get all those reps in so that that body part is completely worked and nothing gets overlooked. Now, after all your sets and reps are done, you probably think, oh, it's a good time to head out. And most people do it this time. But at the end of your workout, you can really maximize the benefits of the workout by doing a proper cool down. By doing things like foam rolling or deep passive stretching, you set your muscles into recover, recovery mode, which will alleviate a lot of the soreness you might feel the following week and prevent you from stiffening up. Think of the meathead who lifts weights all day but can't touch his toes because he never focused on mobility or did any stretching. One of the main factors in staying young is keeping your body flexible and mobile. Don't forget either, our muscle gains happen during the recovery and not the actual workout itself. So it's vital that if you take your recovery just as seriously as your workouts, just like professional athletes do, and make sure you get a good night's sleep, a nutritious meal, because all those things will help you get the most out of what you do in the gym. Alright, that's my piece for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Improvement Club. Have a wonderful fucking day. Ciao.